The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Today's That's So Retrograde experience is brought to you in part by our friends over at Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Go to Talkspace.com retrograde and use the code retrograde to get $45 off your first month and show your support for That's So Retrograde. That's retrograde at Talkspace.com retrograde. Play the tune. jingle happened that means it's time to make this happen huh it's the beginning of the show welcome to that's so retrograde i'm elizabeth cott hello i'm stephanie sambari hello hello um (laughs) i've been home working on my british accent i'm so happy you are this is good because this our uh guest today is british our guest next week is british it's all this is i know what this is i know what this is right now this is a current man gen circle a coming together of the energies to bring us to London and welcome Russell Brand to the show. Perfect. That's uh, happening. We're going to get deeper into that yeah. at Roses and Thorns. True. Because there's so much to say. But first... That was what they call a foreshadow mm, in mm, the literary world. Love it. Um, <laughs> first, we want to take a minute to acknowledge what happened in Pittsburgh. I know, hard left. Hard left. Um, was not prepared. For those of us who I'll speak for myself, very much struggling with what occurred. Um, just our prayers and our love to heal those affected and to heal our planet that will hold space for something as tragic as what happened to happen. I don't really have the words. I am never equipped to talk about this, and it sucks that this is even something that is a reality. I don't need, sucks isn't even a functioning word to actually lend to the pain. But um, I just wanted to ta- start the show with just a prayer of love to all of those whose hearts are broken at this moment because of that senseless act. That was beautiful, Elizabeth. Um, and I think that this topic today is this highlights the the importance of what we're talking about today we have poppy jamie joining us and we're we're talking about the importance of making time for your own mental health a uh, primary part of your daily practice and thoughts feelings well my thoughts and feelings are echoing what you said and i think that we've said what needs to be said obviously all that we can do now is bring more light and more goodness into the world and encourage the people who listen to the show to do the same Mm. and not give too much attention other than honor to things like that and the person that we have on the show today is such a light she when I first met her I was just like bing 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 so excited. All my flashers were going off as someone who is doing the good work, Mrs. God's work. Yes. And I'm just so excited that we get to be warriors of the light on this planet, that our listeners get to be that. And 
you know, I don't have anything to say about that because it's fucked up and it's just like I don't have anything to say. Yeah. And to Sorry. all of our beautiful listeners, we just want to say we think of all of us as family and um, we're here for you. We love you. If anyone's feeling heavier in their heart, we feel you. And uh, without further ado, let's welcome Mrs. Bridget Jones. Her <laughs> Miss Mi- Bridget Jones does not have a Mrs. title, and that's the plot of the movie, Stephanie. Not the uh, second one. <laughs> oh, shit. Who does she get? <laughs> <laughs> let's welcome Bridget Jones herself, the lovely Poppy Jamie. So today on the show, we have... Maybe the cutest guest of all time. Us. Not to throw shade at any of our other guests, because you're all cute, Everyone magical, wonderful angels of the light. So cute. Don't worry. But she's the cutest. <laughs> we have our uh, royal correspondent. Really an aristocrat, <laughs> some might say. <laughs> yeah. the, the woman who is on a crusade to... How, how would we put this? Hmm. I think make the the conversation of mental health a uh, more grounded, scientific, mm-hmm. tangible one rather than it being this etheric, meditative, religious kind of thing, yes. which I love. Without further ado, oh, let yeah, us. I was just gonna say that. Wow. Whoa. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> We've got TV host and founder of the mental wellness app and brand Happy Not Perfect, Poppy Jamie. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me, guys. (laughs) I am such a fan, so it's a big deal to be here. I think it's most important to say that we always say we love to acquire new guests from former guests. With accents. With accents, obviously. (laughs) And if any of you can guess, Miss Poppy came to us from our nearest and dearest, Miss Ambie, now Kavanaugh. Um, So we just love that. So, um... Wait, okay, before we get into all of this uh, really important work you're doing, can we talk about another bit of important work that we need you to do for this show right now? Absolutely. Word on the street is you attended the royal wedding. Which royal wedding? Pippa? Um, Both. Not Pippa. um, Eugenie and Jack. Okay. So it was their wedding a few weeks ago, and um, yes, unfortunately, Bridget Jones attended the wedding and aka myself <laughs> <laughs> i saw that i was so obsessed with that and oh my gosh i try so hard to be chic pull myself together have a, you know really spend a long time thinking about my outfit the hat the hat you know it's a whole thing you've got to really kind of put the look together because you've got to think about so many things like you can't have your shoulders shoulders on show and you know your 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 dress has to be below your knees and anyway so I've thought about this a lot and um and then you know I want to go early because obviously being late would be awful right right so I arrive with my friend and there's quite a long walk from where you kind of get dropped off to the church it's a runway really <laughs> let's be real what is it it's a runway <laughs> that is so funny what are the wacky hats of this <laughs> season <laughs> and so on this runway um there's a kind of you know this uh there's that there's the public and then there's press and photographers so you know you're a little bit nervous not that anybody cares that you're walking do you know what I mean you're the irrelevant guest that's walking in <laughs> anyways I was it's walking down and I'm there with my friend uh and suddenly my hat 
like doesn't just fly off because it was really windy. It's like a frisbee. (laughs) (laughs) It starts flying into the crowd and everybody starts cheering. I go bright red. The wind comes. My skirt, I'm like desperate trying to keep down. And this whole attempt to be chic has been totally ruined. And of course, all the photographers were like, snap, 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 snap. Like kind of unidentified guests. Hat, fly. Flies friend off. of <laughs> friend friend of <laughs> guest flies off and it's a, and then I'm in the service my and obviously my phone is on silent but I can see my phone be like ping 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 light 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 and my mother's like oh god why you <laughs> like, already unidentified right guest at the windy royal wedding <laughs> oh, yeah. and Bridget Jones she has arrived oh. and sadly that was my story that's beautiful I think that that's a story of all stories yeah in terms of of you are right everything seems so pristine and elegant and uh it must have been a fun fun thing to watch real a real icebreaker yeah right (laughs) right and then but you know what then I was that annoying kind of girl that goes oh my god my hat just flew off and everyone's like all right chill out you know we're at the royal wedding in the in the Bridget Jones movie of this all some dashing stranger in the crowd catches your hat and brings it to you and then I know yeah and my friend brought me my hat but my friend is rather dashing but he's just my friend so Mm. we we didn't quite have that moment maybe that can happen like sometime soon (laughs) next time next royal wedding That's, that's really fun what must have been a fun weekend it was it was very fun um did it get turned up oh yeah okay yeah I like to I like to think that it would you know what totally they are um usually and Jack are one are two of some of the best people and incredibly caring of their friends so everything was really organized for their friends to have a great time so they um yeah really really special people so no it was really fun oh I love that. I, love that. I hope the writers of The Crown are listening to this right now and they put that cute anecdote into the new season of whatever person gets married on that show next. I love that. Because that show could, as much as I love it, could really use an infusion of some jokes. Could use a turn up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I haven't gotten into it. Um, all right. So, happy not perfect. What's the origin story of this concept? Happy not perfect. I honestly feel like it kind of found me Mm. because I woke up in the middle of the night and I remember it was 2nd of January 2015 and at 3 a.m. I was bolt upright with these words happy not perfect whoa and I suddenly was just possessed to find my laptop stumble around in the dark um and uh and and go by the domain name I was mm-hmm. like I just this 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 oh my gosh what I didn't even know what it was and I couldn't believe when I went online it was kind of ten dollars happy not perfect com <laughs> and I just knew that it was the right thing to do to kind of have this like digital space and um and it really took me kind of a year to work out what happy not perfect was but happy not perfect found me and it was just suddenly this like shoulder relaxing breath of like oh my god imagine if I stopped caring about trying to be perfect Mm. and just accepted that actually perfect doesn't exist. We try so hard for everything to be just right. But actually when we take that deep breath and we're like, 
actually what makes me happy Mm. um and that feeling I just thought how do I share this with the world because I need to wake up every day and just be reminded with of this kind of affirmation really happy not perfect that's it's okay it's okay to be happy not perfect and um and then kind of in the three years after that um it kind of formed as what it is today a mindfulness app which kind of gamifies um, and backed by positive psychology and the positive neuroscience arena for the last 40 years um and it really came from um kind of two things my mother um and my upbringing because she's a psychotherapist so okay. she was a physiotherapist to begin with and she in her practice uh when this was when we were maybe six or seven years old and she said every physical pain comes from a mental one mm-hmm. and there was this great quote i heard today and in this moment i have to share it um it's actually by a, a british ph- philosopher um, if I'm right, and and Sir William Oser, and he said, when the eye doesn't shed a tear, some other organ may have to weep. Oh, oh my God. That is so fucking true. So true, right? Yes. When we refuse to acknowledge emotional pain, it just kind of exists in our bones. Just get lodges in our body. Yes, mm-hmm. our issues are in our tissues. Ugh. Yes. I stole that from an amazing man called Ian. Um, and um, and and really, uh, and then she transferred into psychotherapy. And so when we were growing up, she used to say, okay, guys, you brushed your teeth this morning. You've, um, um, you've washed your face. Now, what are you going to do for the mind? Mm. And start looking at your brain as the most important muscle that needs to be looked after. And so when I kind of get into, got into my 20s, despite this incredible upbringing of really understanding, kind of looking after the mind, I suffered from severe um, burnout. And I think I was just a really hard worker. Do you know what I mean? You know, when that kind of, and I'm sure like many of you guys can relate that feeling of like nothing's enough. Like you just have to work harder and harder and harder. And, you know, and I'm a bit of a people pleaser, like the, the, the disease to please of kind of just like, oh yeah, you know, I, yeah, yeah, sure I can do that. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do it. Just send me an email. I can do that. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and then kind of when I suffered from this kind of like severe adrenal burnout, it was this moment of, oh my God, like this is not, okay we need to totally rebalance I need to totally rebalance my life and go back to kind of like what my mother prescribed at the age of eight um and what I realized was that actually I felt that we have sorry I've already spoken about this for a long time no okay Okay. you're doing great okay sorry (laughs) you know when you're a bit worried about you're talking too much um and Um, then that's all you got to do on right here uh, okay (laughs) and then I then I, I was I was a TV host at the time and I was hosting a show on Snapchat. Uh, it had kind of like millions of viewers. And what I realized was that we are all suffering so much. Anxiety and stress is an all-time high. When I looked into the research, the American Psychological Association reported that millennials, the most stressed out generation that's ever lived, three out of four people say they experience moderate to severe stress and anxiety. And I suddenly thought, oh my God, why do, why are we living? We only have one life. Mm -hmm. Why do we insist on making it really difficult for ourselves and struggle this much every single day? And what on earth can help us all struggle less that we can enjoy life a bit more? Um, And we need the tools to do that. But when I kind of started to really delve into the science and I teamed up with a neuroscientist to kind of educate myself more, 
I suddenly thought, why is all the research and these incredibly scientifically proven exercises that we could all do hidden in textbooks that we aren't reading? Yeah. So how could we create these tools that every single day we could use to reduce our sleep, stress, help us sleep better? Because sleep is literally the medicine for everything, I feel. And, um, and have a calmer mind where it means we can really enjoy life and be our kind of best versions of ourselves in the most uncringe and kind of cliche way. So that was kind of like the bit of the origin of Happy Not Perfect. Like it was stemmed from wanting to put my mum in a nap and then personal experience and then the kind of obsession with science. Can I ask you when you were a kid and she said, how are you taking care of your mind? What would she prescribe at that point? She is crazy about um, kind of being outside in nature. Okay. So obviously it's kids. You're like, I want to watch TV. I want to do that. And she would say, right, come on up. Outside. Like, we're all going to go for a walk. And we'll be like, no. And, you know, it was like, nope, this is very important. You know, we need to clear our minds. And it was always kind of, you know, because obviously she 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 trained as a hypnotherapist too. So she, she used to hypnotize us. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, this is why you're so weird. <laughs> but, you know, she, hypnotherapy is essentially just um, is someone helping you get into a very deep meditation. Um, so, you know, and my father, who is an entrepreneur who suffered from severe stress and anxiety, um, he would, we would meditate all together because at the weekends when we like used to see him, he would always after lunch go for a meditation for 15 minutes. And so seeing that, that commitment to that routine of know that I'm going to spend 15 minutes every day looking after my mind was something that was just as normal to us as eating mm-hmm. our breakfast. And it has had like a real huge impact. And I just wanted to share that with the world because I think sometimes we so forget about this important muscle that we have between 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day. And it's going nonstop. And we think we, we know that we need to rest every other part of our, of, of our life. We need to rest our bodies. We sleep. But we don't ever seem to kind of understand that we need to rest our mind. And mm-hmm. we actually need to make the conscious decision to rest our mind. Wow. So talk to us about, you know, the basis of Happy Not Perfect. You said there's games involved. There's what what else is happening here? So and the science. I want to know about the science. science. So we formulated um, this kind of I was fascinated about like the idea of this of of the gym. Right. So 50 years ago, we never thought we, we weren't signing up for gyms because we had very organically physical lives. If you think about it, you know, especially as women, we were like washing clothes physically and we were kind of doing all these very kind of physical jobs around the house. Um, and then our world very much changed. It's so true. Like if I spend the day cleaning my house, I'm like, I do not need to work yeah. out. I've carried things Put around all day. On. I fucking <laughs> Get it sweep going. that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that. Totally, right? And <laughs> yeah. then even before that, when we were kind of in like more of the kind of agricultural era, we were looking, you know, we were working the fields. Like no one was going to like, you know, work the fields and then be like, oh, I'm going to go for a run. Like, yeah. <laughs> you are exhausted. And that used to be kind of the life of a human being. And obviously in the last 100 years and obviously really accelerated in the last 20 years, we have 
our world has completely changed. And there's uh, another great quote, the human ability to create is faster than the human ability to adapt. So arguably... Wow, you're really hitting us with some strong quotes today. <laughs> <Mike> <laughs> drops. I love, Mike, I love a good quote. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, if you think about it, we are kind of, have we evolutionary caught up with the world around us? Right. Because we now, many of us have desk jobs, we're sitting there, not moving, typing on a computer. We have very physically inactive lives. So as a consequence, this idea of the gym and working out our body became like we had to consciously include that in our lifestyle because we didn't naturally just have it inbuilt. So true. So we never needed to think about the mind because if you think about it, we'd be sitting there waiting for our friend at a restaurant and you'd be just having to sit there. You wouldn't have a phone to distract you. Mm-hmm. You'd have to kind of sit there and be like, where the fuck is she? Like, yeah. you know, like we said we were meeting at three and it's now 3.15 and there's been no way for her to con- contact me so I'm running a bit late. But so we would be sitting there so we'd be forced to have these kind of like mindful moments. Mm. I love that. I think about that. And the moments that I've taken like an Instagram break, we've talked about this, that the thing that you go to all of a sudden, like immediately when you're like, I have a free moment, let me go to my phone. If you don't do that, your brain is so free. Free. Yeah. Also free to allow your imagination. Yes. The creativity is like exponential if you quit Instagram. Totally. (laughs) Like actually. Because the kind of like, like, you know, that's different. And like another conversation, but like, you know, our kind of social media almost like interrupts our creative thoughts. Yeah. Because we don't allow ourselves to be in flow. Mm -hmm. Because we're like, oh, let's just have a look at like Or interrupts our thoughts in general. It's a distraction. Oh, I don't like what I'm thinking. Let me just fully shut off for a second have you ever tried to have a conversation with someone who's looking at instagram uh, i won't do it it's a non-combo totally you like talking to a brick wall they're like wait what was that sorry yeah sorry i couldn't what no one can carry on a conversation and stalk someone online at the same time <laughs> fact totally like, yeah it's such like bs that women can multitask i'm just like nah. <laughs> no <Not laughs> if i'm that. on instagram i just yeah. can't yeah no i mean i think women are great multitaskers but yeah when you're on the on, when you're on the ground it it's just very is difficult like a, it's like it's like watching kids watching tv yes you know it's just like they're zoned in yeah no so true and zoned out at the same time we're talking making time for mental health on today's episode with poppy and um It's a great time to give love to one of our sponsors, Talkspace. They're an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Talkspace has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life's challenges that we all face. So what you go is you go to their website and you will match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price to traditional therapy and... As you all know, we don't like to leave the house, so what up Talkspace for making this a commuter-free, office visit-free, judgment-free zone. It's all about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a a happier life. And having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. We love this. I love the notion that you can go to therapy even if you're on a budget, that for me... In certain parts of my life, I really wanted to go, but I was like, I can't pay $150 every week to do this. So I just didn't do it. And it really would have been helpful to know that Talkspace existed. So if you guys are like, that's me. Well, I feel you, sister. I feel you, brother. Head over to Talkspace.com slash retrograde. Use the code retrograde and you will get $45 off your first month. And 
they'll just be happy because you came via that's a retrograde and so will we again that's that talkspace.com slash retrograde use the code retrograde $45 off your first month we're in huge support of everyone taking the time and investing in their well-being so thanks to talkspace for helping to make that happen namaste mentally well yes please so this kind of idea of like taking this like physical gym concept yeah. and turning into the mind gym because now we need to create time in our day to work out and relax our minds in the way that our lifestyle isn't just naturally giving us. Right. So we created this process called the refresh and this idea that you know, we refresh everything else, we refresh our phones, we charge our phones up, we, you know, refresh our faces, we, you know, but let's refresh our mind, let's kind of work out our inner happiness muscles. So I'm not sure if you guys know much about neuroplasticity. Do tell. I would say the answer to that is no. <laughs> <laughs> so neuroplasticity is incredible. It is um, science proved our brain acts like plastic. And that means that it's bad for the environment. <laughs> well, I, lo I love that. I love that. Sometimes we can be bad for the yeah. environment, right? Yeah. Um, this idea that we can mold our brain, our brain. So, like Play-Doh or plasticine. I'm not sure what you call it in the states, but um, you can rewire, remold at any age. And there was this old belief that when you got to 25, your brain can stage. And so people had these really kind of, um, well, I'm just like this. And it's not true. You're not just like this. Mm. You can change at any age. And it's like your body can change at any age. It isn't like, well, I'm like this. No, no, no. If you did Pilates every single day, it doesn't matter what you look like, you will notice a difference. You'll start feeling a bit toned. Um, and that's the exact same thing with your mind. Mm. If you feel like a very stressed out person, you don't need to be. But it takes action to not being a very stressed out person. And so this is the idea that let's create, because this is the thing, if you want to change, just like you know your physical body, that you need tools to help you change. Right. And so that's really the intention of Happy Not Perfect, giving you the tools to help you rewire your mind so you can feel calmer, less stressed, more rationally balanced, for you to not make those impulsive decisions, make, you know, those, those moments when you're like, oh, I can't believe, and you're like, actually take a beat, let's do the refresh. Okay, let's, like, let's reframe that. So we took concepts of cognitive behavioral therapy, um, behavioral change therapy and put it into this less than five minute workout that you can do with your eyes open and this idea that like you could do it at work you could do it in a meeting you can do it whatever and it's based on these like seven exercises um shall i go through yeah yes. okay so step one is it the whole your whole experience changes depending on your mood so it has like 25 emotions it says how do you feel now, just by labeling your emotion, you actually reduce the emotion's impact because when you've got two parts of your brain, you have a computer side of your brain, which is your rational center. That's when you make the best decisions. Um, and then you have the emotional center, the amygdala. And that's almost kind of like your monkey, your emotional monkey brain. It's like something happens and your monkey's like, oh my God, and your monkey's the, the chatter that's always talking in your rear. And so you want to calm your monkey side, your emotional center, and put your kind of computer side, your CEO brain in the kind of, in, in, in control, mm. um, in the driver's seat. And that's how, and I think, think about your, your brain's a bit like a car. You want the CEO driving, not the monkey. 
Um, and right, so just, but the monkey can be fun. The monkey can be fun, but the monkey also can make us very stressed out and can make us like think about negative things and like be kind of like self-critical and like. The monkey has no control of its shit. I was just saying the just monkey say. definitely shits everywhere. <laughs> yeah, totally. The monkey is just like. That yeah, kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great I, impression of a monkey there. It was beautiful. Uh, well Thank done. You. Did you act into? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and so just by labeling your emotion, you start saying, "Hi CEO, can you take over here?" Um, and then you go on a different workout. So step two is belly breathing. Belly breathing. Now, it's crazy to know nine out of ten people breathe badly. Mm-hmm. 90% of people. So should we do a little breath workout yeah. now? Okay, so girls, give me a big inhale. And exhale. Yeah, you two are not great breathers. <laughs> or not. <laughs> no. Okay. Because you know why? And if you're listening at home and I said, give you know, give me a big inhale. Do it now. And exhale. Okay. If you felt your shoulders move up on the inhale, so you both went... And exhale, and you went down with your shoulders. Why do you move your shoulders when you breathe? Because our lungs are in our back. Yeah, so it's crazy. Why do you move your shoulders? I don't know. Exactly. At the age of five, we start upper chest breathing. Mm. So we start moving our shoulders up on the inhale and down on the exhale. But our neck and shoulders aren't breathing muscles. So we start, and our neck and shoulder muscles, that through biofeedback, our body is sending signals to our brain that we're stressed, that we're in danger. Because mm. that's the I in danger breath when you're going like this, up and down, up and down. The belly breath is not vertical, it's horizontal. Mm. So if you put your hands on your belly right now, and now I want you to relax your shoulders down, and I want you to inhale and expand your belly as if a balloon's expanding in your lungs. And exhale. And bring your belly to the spine. And you squeeze all the air out. Now inhale again. Push your hands out. Expand the belly as the balloon expands. And exhale. And move your belly to the spine. Squeeze all the air out. Now let's do it again. Inhale. Pregnant belly, as I like to say. Inhale. Sit similar in. And exhale. I'm yawning. Exhale, bring your belly to spine, squeeze the air out. Now, do you notice the difference? She's chill now. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, the belly breath. Yeah. The chest breath. The belly breath is was, is the equivalent of six chest breaths. Mm. That's how inefficiently we're breathing. So often you'll go to a masseuse and they'll go, oh my God, you're, 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 you're so tense. Your neck and shoulders are so tense. It's because we are breathing nearly all day, every day, you know, with our neck and shoulders going up and down, when actually, look, it's difficult to change, like, quite significantly your breathing. But taking a moment every day, even if it's for 30 seconds, the belly breath, it stimulates your vagus nerve. And that is what takes you most effectively and efficiently and, and, and most, like, quickly out of the fight and flight into the rest and relax system. And that really puts your CEO brain in the driver's seat. Because that's your rest and relax system. Wow. So you're breathing into your um, into your belly, and it's like, and I do it in meetings. My team will see me, and it'll be like a stressful meeting, and they'll see me belly breathing. It'll be like, oh, Poppy's belly breathing, because immediately it's it's really fantastic if you're about to public speak, and you can just go hands on your belly, and you just feel your breath, inhaling into the belly and exhaling, and it dramatically reduces that kind of like anxious, stressful feelings. Yeah. 
So that wow. is the best trick. If you're ever having trouble sleeping, put a, um, and I learned all of this. I went to go train under Dr. Belissa Vranjic, and she's one of the world's leading breathing instructors, and she authors a book called Breathe. So it's a fantastic book if you want to know more about breathing, and it really breaks down the anatomy. Mm. Um, but her trick, for especially for kids, um, if they're having trouble sleeping, put a book on the belly, and you just practice breathing the book up, and breathing the book down and you can feel that weight so it's kind of easier to start like learning about breathing into your belly so step two is just immediately to start taking you and that's the thing it doesn't it doesn't some like, meditation is absolutely brilliant but sometimes a little mind refresh doesn't mean need a 20 minute meditation so often I find that when we did a lot of focus groups like because people are like well I don't have 20 minutes to meditate so I can't do it mm -hmm. it's like belly breathing for 30 seconds yeah you know have a mini impact you know um so um step three journaling so do you guys journal yeah yeah do you guys do it in the morning yeah, i'm or? nodding my head yes <laughs> do you guys do it in the morning or the evening i do it definitely in the morning but also in the evening sometimes i'm more of a morning person but i'm also kind of trying to just do it so really just as long as i get it in and what will you journal about change has changed um right now i kind of am focusing on just like creative writing and like descriptive writing sometimes mm -hmm. it's more like event documentation other times it's feeling purge just kind of depends i think it's my thing is like i just need to do journaling, it yes and it doesn't really matter what form it takes correct because journaling what that actually does for your brain it starts activating again your computer part your ceo brain because that rational thinking so when you journal your thoughts you're able to create that rational distance mm -hmm. so rather than like you know i'll be in like look and i know all about this stuff and i still get it all wrong so last week you know i got sent this email and i was like ah, i can't believe that they and i just i fire off this email and my monkey brain is controlling all of that whereas if i journaled my computer part of the brain would step in control and be like, okay, well, I'm really annoyed because they said they'd do this and they actually haven't done it. And immediately you'll start activating your prefrontal cortex and you'll find some rational distance. Um, and so in the app, it depending on your emotion, it asks you a question. So let's say I said I was feeling anxious. It would say, now explain to me, like, you know, what, are you, what, are you, what are you going through right now? Where do you think the anxiety is coming from? If I was feeling overwhelmed, like, talk about it let's like let's talk let's break down like you you feeling overwhelmed and so and then what is like kind of my favorite bit about the app you're able to explode the entire screen oh cute so it explodes like a fire ceremony oh cool <laughs> yeah because i was fascinated by we, a digital burn a digital burn like, <laughs> right like we've been doing it for thousands of years as humans you know you have like bonfires and you release and that fire of just like and this is what i think is so interesting about us like as, as creatures i feel like we have these like metaphorical emotional backpacks and we walk around and when events happen to us we just oh we're gonna put in a backpack oh put in a backpack we don't ever think oh, we don't like consciously go i need to let this go because it's gonna really weigh me down we're like no i'll just put it in my backpack i'll put it in my backpack and after a while that backpack gets so heavy and we then have you know like i did like you have a breakdown you just mm -hmm. like, that's too much like i didn't process the breakup i had three years ago i didn't process the grief that i went through i didn't even just process like me changing jobs and it was i didn't process the house move i didn't like wait that's like 
they're like really impactful things and we don't give ourselves a chance like we're so delicate we're such delicate creatures like we're so delicate enough to know when you meet someone who's like in a bad mood they haven't said anything just by their energy we are so delicate that you pick up on someone being in a bad mood right Mm -hmm. so when big things happen to us it's really important for us to process it because otherwise we store it and it goes back to that thing. We put it in our emotional backpack and then life starts getting really heavy. Almost. Is there any data mm. um, on the journaling side of things, um, handwriting versus typing? You know, funnily enough, I do actually think as much as I've built an app and we've I've and like made this kind of accessible tool to journal and release it, I actually do think handwriting is the mm-hmm. best. Yeah, I do too, but I have been like in a pinch like somewhere with my phone and just suddenly had like all these thoughts like and I just start rolling. I think it, it's helpful it just to get it important, out. important yeah. regardless of how it the medium. Yeah. Totally. I think you're right. It's just kind of look, if you can have a diary, brilliant. And this is a really good on the go tool just in case you don't. Beautiful. Yeah. And also I I had I was started off my new diary a few weeks ago and I had this major panic that I'd left it at someone's house. Oh, this happens to me <laughs> regularly. I am that's I was just gonna say that's my deepest fear and I have to like start devising a contingency plan for when I die for who's gonna be the burner of the books. They cannot be released. Because I put so much stuff in there that I don't actually feel like presently or like yes. consciously even it's just like I need to get out it's the dark twisted weird whatever like confused it's like a way to work through it yeah. and if someone out of context read that they'd be like she she what this is a very unstable and well person <laughs> like, well, we had a friend you who, know who broke up with a significant other and he had left a journal behind wow. in, at her house <gasps> and she got wind of it and Oh my it was God. so upsetting what she read, mm. but I tried to explain to her that that could have just been like his fears or his an inner dialogue that yeah. just needed to purge out and to either confront that person about it because so that you can get to the truth, but not create a whole story that seemed completely different from what was what she knew to be the reality of the relationship based on this finding right because it, it was kind very of, heavy it makes it seem like every second of the of someone's lie. life yeah someone's like having one experience and then it's like secretly like but i'm jealous or whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever it's like it was. okay that's one emotion as in a slew of ten thousand. Yeah. so like yeah. keep your journals close yeah <laughs> or go on the happy not perfect app and burn your thoughts yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so step four which i'm sure you guys have spoken about a lot um because it's so kind of a part of you, your guys dna but um we allow you to store a gratitude diary on the app and so you're in so this whole idea of this I was so fascinated by RPR which was relax process thoughts and redirect it's really like the basis of CBT and um and this cognitive cognitive behavioral behavior therapy, therapy. Thank you. um and this idea of reframing do you know what I mean you're in that you're having a bit of a moment and then you're like actually what am I grateful for and it shifts everything yeah that, that mini shift can totally transform how you react to something how you understand that day and the power of perspective is the difference between you having a good day and you having a bad day true um, and so, and it's amazing. The studies behind gratitude are incredible. Like those that wrote a, gra- a grateful diary before sleep and went to bed with a more positive mental attitude were found to have better sleep, mm. more restorative sleep. I also think that there is magic in the gratitude diary. I think it really does have the power to transform what you're able to call into your life. Yes. 
totally. like very that's something that the spiritual owl another british guest oh. had prescribed to me which was like gratitudes but then also after the gratitudes writing things awesome things are amazing in her words when would the spiritual ever ever say awesome i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, like amazing things that will happen even if they're like not presently real it just like it expands your mind to imagine a reality that's outside of the one that presently exists and then it like gives you the courage to be able to like actually take action on those things yeah totally it's and really cool you've got to kind of vibrate to the to the what you want to bring bring in yeah as my Pilates yeah. teacher says, gratitude always. Oh, yes. <laughs> she yells it at us. Too intense. Yeah, it's a little much, yeah. but it's hilarious. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> so that's kind of it. it, it and, and, and that's the thing. And I love the science that backs this. Yeah. You know, like you have the spiritual realm that are like vibrations and manifestation. And then you have this like science world that's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it has a significant impact. It helps stimulate your happy hormones, your serotonin, and like great, like you yeah. know, free drugs. Yeah, like, you know. Mm. Um, and um, step five is a mini game because actually disrupting kind of, especially if you're having an anxious moment, just disrupting your thought pattern is really helpful. So it's like you know, often it's very easy for us to kind of get in a downward cycle, like a downward spiral. Sure. It's like. And, you know, it's like those kind of anxious thoughts can snowball. And you're like, oh, it's a bit of a business, a business. And actually, we kind of insert a mini game because it's like, oh, think about something totally different. And then you have to do this like art therapy or you play this little maze game. And it's like, oh, let me do the maze. And then you're and then you're through step five. Step six is um, either a challenge or um, self-compassion. Now, I think like self-compassion is such a thing that's kind of quite new in my life because how many of us all are so mean to ourselves mm -hmm. would we talk to our best friend like we do ourselves right you know we are so brutal to ourselves that wasn't really good enough oh, i'm sure they, they thought this like but and we 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 kind of give ourselves these i think in fear we we're like if we put ourselves down first it will make the blow easier mm -hmm. you know and we kind of preempt it. And often it's just kind of just this really, we become almost addicted to our negative self chatter. Um, and also I, I'm, I did a TED talk called Addicted to Likes. And this was about two and a half years ago, three years ago. Is that people who say like a lot when they talk? Um, <laughs> I'd probably do that. Because <laughs> I think I'm one of them. Sorry to all our listeners. Oh, anyway. <laughs> when I was in fifth grade, I remember realizing this and trying to get a hold of it. And I am, that was 23 years ago, and I have not. I'm working on it. Dealt with it. Yeah, working like, on like, like, it. Anyway, it's, that was a dumb it's joke. Our, it's our generation. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. So, I mean, how many of, I mean, we can't help but be addicted to the dopamine release a light gives us. It's like, it is a virtual pat on the back. It's a virtual signal of someone saying, well done. I like you. And I read that it gives us the same feeling, the dopamine, it gives us the same feeling that drugs and alcohol would, would provide. Yeah. And on top of that, with we're, we're have yet to, I worry for the younger generation who have nothing else to balance it off of in that there's no tools that we're providing to uh, teach children, just like we had like drug and alcohol education growing up. Um, what are we having... Yes. Even for our generation, yes. do we have social, social media, media education? education? Ugh, 
could not agree more with you. It's my platform, guys. Yeah. I look on on, on it. You read that book. It really took over you. (laughs) I know. It really did. But it's so true. It's it, it's like we, you know, you leave school learning how to read and write, but no one teaches you how to be a human being. Like the most, if the devil was going to create the most addictive tool, he would have created technology. Mm. You know, it was just, it is like, it is, but look, technology isn't evil. It isn't, it's a platform and, and we, how we use it. Look, we can fill our feeds with really positive things, you know, but often we'll fill our feeds with things that trigger us or whatever. But this idea that, and I'll ask you the, uh, you know, in do you in the first half an hour of your day do you go on social media? I really try not. I to. try not to. Also, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, mostly when I do talks, I are, and it's eighty percent of people will put their hand up, and I'm like, okay, now let's look at the psychological kind of um, play out of that. Every single day for the last ten years, you have in the first half an hour of your day gone online. And liked and validated everyone else's life but your own. Oh, that makes me feel sick. So no wonder we're in a self-esteem epidemic or we all think we're not good enough, we're useless, we're unlovable. Because we have not done anything to tell our minds otherwise. All we do is go, oh, she looks great, she had a great holiday, you look great, babe, you look beautiful, babe, you had a great holiday. You never sit there and go, hey, I look great today. You just, We just don't get, we're not in that habit. And in the in the, on the flip side of that too, like the narcissism, mm. the addiction to needing that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't know that everyone's going on to validate other people. I think they're also going on to be validated. Totally. Yeah. And, and that I, the idea that we're addicted to the exter- external validation rather yeah. than in, inner fulfillment. Yeah. I'm going to post that picture anyway because it makes me feel good. Right. You know, I've gone and deleted photographs. I'm like, oh god, didn't get much, didn't get many likes. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, I'm that person. No, I'm not that person. I'm not that person. <laughs> totally. But sometimes you are, and that's that's fine. I mean, you're observing it, so at least there's that. So there's um, which is really interesting because I was just at UCLA's um, I'm on the neuropsychiatric hospital, the Resnick neuropsychiatric hospital board at UCLA, and um, uh, and I just went to go meet um the lead of their healthy campus initiative what they're doing at the university to help the students and I got told and I'm gonna because it's just so fresh in my mind and it's so great so Aristotle had kind of uh, defined two types of happiness there's hedomia which is the the, which uh, refers to that instant happiness that kind of instant hit like eating sex like validation, that kind of like that instant gratification, that reward system that all animals have, you know? And then there's eudonomia, eudomia, I think. I'm sure a listener can (laughs) pronounce this much better than I am. And that is the happiness related to sustained happiness, leading like a meaningful and purposeful life. Mm. And so, and what's interesting is that really our focus should be on this eudomia kind of version of happiness. Like, how do we have this prolonged feeling of, like, of feeling good? So there's this thing called behavior activation therapy. So they try and link short-term goals with long-term happiness. So let's say there was a story of um, there was a, a mom goes to see her therapist and she's like, and they're like, tell me a long-term goal. And they're like, I want to be a good mom. They're like, okay, it's quite a big, like quite a big idea. You want to be a good mom. And he, they said, well, what can you do tomorrow to help you 
just get a tiny bit closer to that long-term goal. And she said, you know what? I'm not going to be on my phone at breakfast with my child. And I'm mm. going to look them in the eyes when mm. I talk to them. And I'm going to ha- make sure we spend half an hour just talking in the morning without any technology. I said, okay, great. So the next day, she has breakfast with her child. And she makes a purposeful point to not be on her phone, to look into her child's eye and have breakfast with them. And immediately she felt so great because she had linked a very small goal, a very actionable, achievable goal with a long-term night goal, which is to be a good mom. Yeah. And that is so, and that, and that, I think that's so interesting. Like, how do we link these, the small things we do helping our kind of our big desires? So how is our small actions linking with our long-term values? So no, it's like that slight that's detour. I'm, I really, I'm, that's like a very deep question that I feel like deserves a lot of time for each of us. Yeah. Like I wouldn't know how to answer it right now, but I love thinking about that. Yeah. So question for today. Yeah. What are your values? Yeah. And how is your daily activities like helping you helping you align with your values? Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. Okay. Mm, moment of silence today. for that moment question. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that's our step of compassion. And then start, and then our last step is now think about somebody else. And so this is, sorry, I mean, I've really gotten lots of tangents, but it's basically less than five minutes. I feel like there's been zero tangents. Oh, really? Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've gone all the way through the steps. Lots of solid info. Yeah. Lots of solid info. Yeah. yeah. So step seven is just now think about someone else because it's amazing how often we just don't shed just like even just two minutes a day to go, hold on a minute, who could do with my energy today? Mm. Which of my friends could do with that little text that says, are you all right, babe? Thinking of you. Like, are you okay? Like, who's gone? Who's going through a breakup? Who's like, you know, who's going through like a stressful time at work? Or who just is like, I'm thinking of you. Or who just needs a, like, hey, thanks for being a great friend. That like, it's incredible when you get those messages that just say, I just want to tell you I love you. You're like, oh, thanks. Like, yeah. You, that's so surprising. But yet it was free. Took no time. And yet, like, you're creating these kind of like positive, like, just like sending these little shoots of, positive love out there yeah that like just makes everyone feel better a little micro gesture micro gesture so the se- step seven is you can send these little vibes these positive vibes that just say hey thinking about you like good luck or whatever and that's the refresh so it's this idea that you do these seven positive psychology backed exercises every single day and the, the thing is sorry i'm gonna that's like I'm kind of burping oat milk latte. <laughs> <laughs> so retrograde. Sick. <laughs> this is so gross. Um, and uh, this idea that look, just like the gym, you can't expect to go to you know go work out one day a year and expect to run a marathon and be fit. Mm-hmm. And that is the same. It's that this refresh process. The power is repetition. It's going okay. I'm gonna do my mind workout every morning at eight, or I'm gonna do it before I go to bed every single night. And that is where you're going to see a shift because Mm -hmm. you then will not start needing the app. You'll start creating these positive neural pathways that really promote and support optimistic thinking. And that has not only benefits on your, you know, your mental well-being, your entire physical health, your immune system. 95% of all illness is stimulated by stress. Yeah. 
So if we were like promoting like and practicing optimistic thinking, we are able to help manage our stress better, boost our immune system, reduce our cortisol. That means the inflammation, the, the hormone that promotes inflammation, reduce the inflammation. And actually you feel so much better and actually start nurturing relationships because you're gonna have more energy for your friends. Yeah. So all in all, it's kind of like health starts with mental health mm -hmm. for everyone. Puppy Jamie. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Fucking disruptor in the space. Schooling our fools and inspiring us to A, download this app, but B, take time and make priority our mental health because you're so right in that we've adapted to understand that making the time and the space in our day to take care of our physical bodies is so important. Our minds... Uh, the 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 space in our day to really honor our mind and our mental well-being has been ripped from us yeah and we need to create time from that for that and I just I think that this whole conversation really does get lost as much as I love spirituality and the spiritual community and all of those things that take this conversation from just a mental health to like now we're con now we're God consciousness and we're connecting with our angels and our spirit and we have crystals, all that stuff. Like obviously we're obsessed we're with down that, to clown with but that. I do think that it makes it something that becomes inaccessible, intimidating and just intangible. And so I just love your approach because I really feel like it's such a mainstream, cool and also like kind way to approach this subject. Oh, thanks. So guys. thank you. And thanks, one more thing I do want to shout out because I love a conscious sartorial sister such as yourself. You do have a pretty popular line with Suki Waterhouse called Pop and Suki. Uh, we actually met at one of the brand launches. We did. You came to our ago. first one yes. in the diner, yes. didn't you? That I remember that. I didn't go because I had my eye problem. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. you were there in spirit. Yeah. And um, I felt you. I just am. You knew we were destined. Such a yeah. big fan <laughs> of everything that you guys are creating out in the world with just like beautifully designed, cool, like really well made and somewhat affordable, like a good, nice mm. investment piece for us all that isn't like branded and over the top, but just like chic and fab. So if you guys have yet to check out Pop and Suki. I urge you to because it's really fabulous. Oh, thanks, babe. And that really just was like, it, it was kind of like a love note to the most important relationship I think we have in our lives, which is our girl best friend. Yeah. What have you learned mm. about working um, with your best friend? What's been the hardest part? What's been the rose? What's been the thorn? Oh, are you taking a, t a turn that pe people ask us and ask it? Yeah, people ask us, us that all do, the time. Do they? But mm -hmm. I think, it, you know, partnership is a challenge, especially partnership with someone who you partner with in life, whether it be friendship or otherwise. And to um, pivot that into work is there's a lot of challenges that arise with that. 100%. Um, what I think really helps is that Suki and I have a co-founder. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's a really nice dynamic having three. Mm. Um, and also, you know, Suki's an incredibly special person in the fact that she's highly emotionally intelligent. So she will know what, what matters to me. And then I try and then really think about what matters to her. So you kind of like, you know, you kind of choose your battles. You're like, she really cares about this. So just like 
go let's go with that one you know and I think that's kind of um that's been a good lesson it's just kind of understanding what's important to each other um and also just um having such open dialogue oh my gosh I just think all conflict comes from communication breakdown. Yeah. As soon as you understand where the other person's coming from, you can't really be mad at them. Because yeah. it, like we are all quite rational, you know, because actually if we're like, if any person is acting weird, it's coming from a fear of some sort. So it's like, you work out what the fear is, what are you worried about? What mm-hmm. are you really worried about? Let's go to the root, go to the seed, and then let's work through that. Because, you know, okay, fine, let's do this or let's do that or whatever. So um, um, so I think we're quite like open books and just kind of, and um, so that's been very helpful. But honestly, I think working with your best friend is, um, is it's an incredible learning curve. Mm-hmm. I think it teaches you so much about communication because, you know, I think, I mean, I'm not married, but I assume it's a bit like, what a marriage must be like mm-hmm. because you're you're going to be together but you kind of have to work out those like niggles yeah you have to talk even when you don't feel like it yeah <laughs> right did ambie do your guys composite chart no but she like no she didn't has she done yours yeah mm-hmm. we, we had couples counseling with ambie based on our astrology that's yeah. really what helped us really be the best partners we can be to ourselves we recommend it to anybody. Yeah. And understand then to have, I mean, Ambie is such a, a fabulous mentor on her own, but to then include the astrology part of it for us, that's how it was really able to add depth to us being able to really connect and learn because it did add another component of truth to who we were as individuals and how we are as, uh, together as partners. I love astrology as a framework. Yeah. And Ambi is just the queen. Yeah. It just felt really also on brand for us. Yeah. <laughs> when it came in, we were like, yes to this. Yes. For to sure. This. Yeah. Yeah. So Suki's a Capricorn and I'm a Cancer. So we are like the mother and father star sign. Mm. So we kind of have each, like, you know, I just admire her so much because I'm like, wow, I just love all Capricorn qualities because I'm just so emotional and just like sensitive. And she's like, come on, Poppy. Literal same because it's water and earth over here too. We're the opposite. I'm Scorpio and she's Taurus. So it's like we're coming from literally the opposite ends of the fucking spectrum. And we're like, interesting that you're going to approach it like, interesting. Okay. (laughs) But understanding that and as you said, communicating and just being able to dialogue and share and understand where one another is coming from is the key. So to any of our listeners who are in partnership, whether it be romantic, Mm. friendship or business, Communication, 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 even when you don't feel like it. Fact. Fact. Big and time. With that, yes. let's talk about where our listeners can find you and find everything that you're doing. Will Do- you shout out your social media, even though we don't recommend spending too much time there? <laughs> and uh, if you happen to be, you just if you have to be on your phone, go on Happy Not Perfect. Yes. So download, you can download Happy Not Perfect on the App Store and Android. It's free to download. It's free to do the refresh. And then we have about 300 meditations from kind of chill the fuck out in seven days to releasing exes, good riddance, to sleep well toolkit, uh, to empowering confidence and self-love, to getting through, um, you know, fighting the fear, like 
everything you could possibly imagine. I basically went through every problem in my life and was like, let's make a meditation series mm-hmm. on it. And you paired with te- different teachers And for loads this. of guides. Cool. So Ambie's on the app. Ambie does an affirmation series, which is one of my fave. Amazing. And, um, and we have amazing guides. We've got a woman called beautiful woman called Jodie Shield who's done a lot of the meditations who's brilliant and then we have a Dr. Soph who's a clinical psychologist so goes through the science behind emotions. Oh, I met her this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Relation, does relationship SOS like what's actually happening in your brain chemically when you go through a breakup mm. because all of the hormones that go on like like it's there. There's a reason Physical you withdrawal. feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why you feel crazy. Yeah, You're literally I've, a recovering I've crack people addict. that I hated. To, to, just because physically yeah, yeah like, you go through a withdrawal yeah yeah there are a drug yeah mm-hmm. the oxytocin and um and uh, and then we have an amazing guy called will schneider who's uh will not fear and he does the he does the um the balance me breath the fuck it breath it's a really good one if you're feeling a bit angry um and just say <laughs> it just end the seven day happy challenge so there's loads of kind of like stuff like that um and then um we're just happy not perfect on instagram so if you want a good quote like we have a lot of kind of like sciencey and, and kind of kind of empowering quotes and then i'm just at poppy jamie and i just kind of post a little bit of everything um if you want to see her bridget jones photo head mm-hmm. over to her instagram uh, feed Uh, and that's just pop and suki and that is if you like pastel pink you have a whole feed literally dedicated uh to pastel pink so yeah so that's us beautiful thank you poppy thank you so much i'm so happy we got to have you here yeah thank you so much for having guys she's a world traveler folks so to get her here in this studio was really the universe brought her here to us today. So thank you so much <laughs> oh, to Mother thanks, Universe. Guys. And thank you so much, Poppy. Um, really appreciate you. We really learned me. so much today and we're so grateful for the work you're doing. Oh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me on. Anytime. Bye. Bye. Let's take a quick break from this important conversation about mental health to have another important conversation. About mental health. In online shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I myself, it's no secret, I find a lot of personal solace in perusing the internet looking at sartorial fashions no one knows what sartorial is but we're on board fashion oh yeah sartorial means fashion clothes you put on your body so fashion 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 got it okay well today we're celebrating a fashion fashion site called mod cloth it's an online shopping portal that celebrates not only a range of sizes, but a range of patterns. Exactly. So one of the most exciting things about ModCloth is how inclusive they are with their sizes. They have sizes ranging from XX small to 4X. I don't see that many places. And they really have been leading the charge of that conversation for quite a while. They have a team of in-house designers, and they are bringing to you their signature styles with hand-drawn prints, standout silhouettes, and, as we said, an inclusive range of sizes. We just got back from Palm Springs, and I rocked probably one of my favorite finds on the site. I don't know if you noticed, but I had a pretty cute kimono scenario happening. I did notice that. It's velvet, it's fab, and I got it on mod cloth. And I have been wearing a sweater that I feel a lot of people have made comments on. It's that cream sweater with the rainbow stripes across the front. So cute. Everyone's like, where did you get that? And I'm like, may I direct you to this wonderful website, which will wet your palate with all sorts of fun sweaters, jackets, bags, socks, pants, shoes, 
I mean, really the list is endless. You know what else I found that I might be putting myself on blast right now um, by spoiling this, but I got this um, like collection of beautiful velvet scrunchies for Cute. all of our friends to give out during the holidays. Cute. I love just buying something in bulk and just like having it before you go out the door to, to give so I can give like each friend along with their little token of my infection, affection a uh, a fab velvet scrunchie. That's it's so, on trend and it's useful. So sweet, Elizabeth. So if you guys like any of these things or you feel like having a fun time inside the internet, I highly suggest you head over to ModCloth. And if you use promo code retrograde at checkout, you will get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter the code retrograde and you will get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. And this offer is valid for a one-time use and expires on January 5th, 2019. So you've got a month or two to make it happen. Get out there and get your holiday shopping done on ModCloth. Enjoy. Ooh, I love hearing that. She's harmonist. That makes me happy. Same. Rose. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Wow. What a weekend. What a weekend. So we were out in Palm Springs mm. at Wanderlust's. Uh, the Surprising Joys of the Desert. Wellspring 2018. Mm-hmm. It was the... Um, inception of this concept that Wanderlust is I'm sure many of you are familiar they're a yoga studio here they do numerous festivals around I think the world the Mm -hmm. country all over the place all in the name of consciousness and coming together and moving your body and learning things that will benefit your well-being expanding your consciousness and your body and boy oh boy wasn't it just that? It was so wonderful. So we had like a wellspring and then we had like a vacation. A vacation of the most epic variety. Mm-hmm. We had a beautiful home in Palm Springs thanks to the fine folks at Acme House Company, a great rental company. Hashtag Lionsgate Estate. Exactly. A great rental company out in Palm Springs. If anybody is uh, looking to get a home with their homies, and Palm Springs, you guys need to look them up. Also, might I say, <clears throat> recent one of their properties recently feel, featured on an episode of Shaz of Sunset. I know Steph doesn't know what that is, oh. but I know some people do. So, <gasps> something to make note of. And anyway, it was so beautiful. It was the most phenomenal house. Uh. So it was my. So initially, it was myself, Steph, Kelsey, um, App, her husband, her husband, my boyfriend Joey, and then. Um, our friend, obviously, Vanessa Fitzgerald. You know her. You love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she our, came through. She came through. We've officially adopted her into our real hardcore friend and group. And then um, Sophia got a call from Sophia Bush, our friend, also former guest, uh, got a call from Glennon Doyle because, of course, and was like, hey, come to this thing I'm doing this weekend. And so then Soph and Ruthie Lindsay, another former guest. former guest and friend, and Ryan Weiss, another dear friend, former guest, all uh, needed a place to crash. So we were like, we have a house. Come join us. So needless to say. That was such a magical, perfect I have, situation. I'm in awe of the universe making that happen. What joy. What bonding. 
It was incredible. Okay, so I'm just going to run through my house roses. Okay. Then I'm going to run through the other ones, and, and you can run with A me. A massive bouquet. I'm going to be holding your hand in this run through. Okay, cool. Um, so first house rose is that we wake up in the morning on Saturday, and Kelsey is like, I'm going to teach yoga, which I did not know was like an offering of the Kelsey Patel. Right, I, I know. And it wasn't only yoga. It was like yoga infused with cardio. Because she used to own a couple pure bar locations. Pardon me. So it was like this yoga cardio mashup. And that was like literally bringing the Wellspring Festival to our backyard. And it was so funny. Elizabeth was doing it in a bathing suit. It was... Talk about really... Uh, it was really hard though. Pause. Dude, I was like <laughs> sore the next day. I was like, Kelsey, my ass is so sore. Then we had a magical dance party. Or was that before? Like The order of things got all messed up. Oh, the the dance party was the evening before. Me and Kelsey made up a dance. And they forced us dance to learn choreography. Captain. And here's the thing about me is I love to dance, hate to learn steps. <laughs> <laughs> so I bowed out, but it was really fun. Um, and then the other discovery that we brought into the home was, you guys remember our uh, organic sellers episode? Well, we had spoken with the woman who ran the house, and she was like, there's this market in Palm Springs called On the Mark, mm -hmm. and you should order a charcuterie board from there. And, it's and like you a, know we love a meat platter. All of our angels were like, cheese, <laughs> go get it. So we like get the charcuterie board, we go to pick it up, and we look at, and we're like, we'll just get wine there instead of at the Ralph's because we're bougie and we're bitchy. Yeah, um, clearly. You know us by now. Yeah. Party and girls. And they had the sparkling Merlot biodynamic from is it Merlot? Yes. Oh. It's a pink Merlot. Oh. And it is the one that we were obsessed with from Organic Seller. What's it called? Um, like Lucasa or something. You know, I wish I had a photo of it. Um, anyway, we'll we'll do a little post on it so you guys all can learn because it's phenomenal. And th my favorite thing was like, oh, the, the guy at the gourmet meat and cheese shop was like, oh, yeah, all our wines are biodynamic and organic. And I was like, yes, yes. And yes. so we literally bought every single bottle. First first time I made them buy three bottles and we drank all of them. And then I made App go back the next day. And I was like, just buy as many as you can. And he's like, there's only three left. And the guy was like, are you guys with those girls from LA? <laughs> So we just made, yeah, we cleaned the shelves because it's that fucking delicious. It's so good. So that was a huge rose for me it's personally. It's a light sparkly rosé with no hangover. With no hangover. Mm -hmm. It's so special. I'm going to, we'll find the name, we'll post about it because it's just, it's worth it. And you can order it from Organic Seller and we love supporting them. So those are my house roses. Do you have any house roses? Um, oh, so many. I found I, it. I will say, what is it? It's called Gio Luisa. I knew there was an L. Spumante. Okay. We'll so I'll send a, you a picture we'll of a this. Pic. Okay. I have some in my fridge. Oh. Um, I would say. Are we drinking that on Friday? Maybe. Mm. I would say that, okay, well, we, it was Ryan Weiss's birthday. We had a most amazing, epic birthday dinner at Mr. Lyons. If you guys are ever in Palm Springs, it's the most perfect Art Deco-y Palm Springs-esque steakhouse you could imagine mm -hmm. and we had just the most celebratory special meal not only honoring ryan but also we got to all go around the table and say voice our wishes for the year and mm. it was deep it was powerful it was special and um i was so beyond grateful for that especially 
due to what had happened that morning, you know, to feel in such the deep depths of sadness and fear. And then also to feel that duality of like the beauty and the magic of life and community and to experience that all in a 24-hour period. I still am recovering from that because it was life. That is life. Mm. The hard and the beautiful and to have those mashed together, um, juxtaposed in the way that they were in such an intense way was not lost on me. Exhausting. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think, you know, and then on top of that, so um, that Saturday, we, we got to hear Marianne Williamson speak. And to be honest, uh, for those of you who have not heard Marianne speak, and, and Steph, I want to get to your thoughts on this in a second because that was your first time. There, after I had, I had heard the news of the synagogue in, in Pittsburgh, I was like, thank God I get to hear Marianne today because truthfully, she's the only person whose words um, would have had the power to console me in that moment. And I just was like, so grateful that, that that was already in the cards for the day. Mm. Um, so that was an, an amazing uh, moment of wellspring stuff. What did you think? I loved her. I I mean, I'd met her once before at that political yeah, thing when, that we did yeah. um, when she was running for Congress. Um, but it was a totally different conversation then. Um, I just think the point that she makes about the fact that were losing she was calling our economic system sociopathic which i thought was brilliant and she was talking about how we're losing the humanity of the political conversation by making it a party conversation and she really dove deep into that and it really is like such a distractor of the larger conversation in terms of like what she's saying mm-hmm. that to make it about that we're di- we're being distracted from the real work that needs to be done and i just she has such an important voice in that realm particularly and she's so not the like airy fairy like spiritual teacher she's her message is basically like get the fuck over yourselves and start doing something and like Yes. Yes. I'm just so on board with that. Like, of course, we need to work out our personal traumas. And of course, like our generation is very unique and lucky in that we get to express ourselves and talk about our pain and trauma. And like, I think that's why there is sort of like an overflowing of that energy right now, because like our parents generation, the generation before them, they didn't have the luxury of being like I'm in pain I have trauma this society doesn't work for me they just had to like grin and bear it and that's why they are so fucked up and that's why they gave us so much shit to deal with and work through because there wasn't the space for that so like on one hand I think yeah we obviously need to keep holding space for that reality otherwise we're no better off than when we started but at the same time like to make that the excess and to forget that we like have work to do on the society is also like really problematic so I just love that she's reminding us of that that like you can do both like you can be working on your shit and doing something hand in hand not like I don't have time to worry about people because I have myself to worry about and as a side she has a free course online oh yeah I want to do that the teaching Teaching for teachers teachers I want to do that everybody needs to sign up for this it is for everybody I don't care what your profession is what your interests are these messages are important for us to be reminded of and to hear and to study um Go over to, I think it's at Marianne.com. Yeah. You know you're a badass when you're, it's a first name.com. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? So check that out. That's a side rose 
that should have be have its own segment because it's phenomenal. And uh, so that's just a hot tip, lady baby style. I'm definitely gonna do that, and we'll, we can continue to talk about that on the show. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, my I loved Marianne, and I thought she was epic and inspired and powerful. But my real speaker rose. Woo! Now there was two others actually that were incredible, but yes. personally, the comic inside of me, the fan inside of me and might I say the man Jen inside of you because you voiced your manifest destiny request for this man to be on the show months ago ongoing and I get it ongoing okay he is Russell Brand I'm having a moment of silence because he's okay what he does is so fucking genius because he's a hardcore spiritual guy like mm-hmm. he is has been on the TM train forever and he's also been the fuck through it and too. he's also been like a hardcore addict he has a book about it my bookie book you should read it um but he's been like done he's done it okay but what what I love about him and what I like aspire to be about him is that he has not lost one fucking iota of his humor around any of this stuff and I feel like that's such a trap for this community that we fall into when we like why when we can't laugh mm-hmm. at this stuff like it's so not enjoyable if it's serious amen and that is like the gospel of russell brand is that he's talking about like the depths of his addiction he's talking about the 12 steps he's talking about spirituality he's going into it but he's also telling fucking dick jokes and i'm like brother <laughs> i fucking you are a man after my own heart and i cannot wait to, have to sit down and have a conversation with him. It's going to be absolutely magical because he's so brilliant and so connected and so truthful in his flaws. Yes. And I'm obsessed. Obsessed. And if phenomenal. you can't tell, if he wasn't married, I'd be throwing my body <laughs> my body at his body. But I'm a respectful woman and good for him and his baby mama. But I'll be here if that doesn't work. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah. And it's that's great. I'm, I was, feel very happy for him. Gave, if you ever have an opportunity to hear this man speak, aside from when he's going to be on our show. And he has that? he has fun like Twitter videos that he does. And yeah. he, it's like cool, but just Literally watching someone who's a stand-up comedian give a spiritual talk is, like, the thing that I feel like in my heart I've been manifesting and, like, wishing for us and, like, what we, like, the space that we're, like, creating with that. Like, but he's just on a whole other level because he's a true genius. And then the following day we had the pleasure – and I'm going to – I will admit – to not knowing about naivete this. Me with too. This. I did not know who Glennon Doyle was. Me I either. knew her as a friend of Sophia's, and that was it. And now you're like a hardcore fan. And now fan. I'm a hardcore Same. fan. So we had the pleasure of hearing Glennon Doyle speak, tell her story, speak about how we can stand up and be sisters with women of color, and how it is our duty, and how to shut up and listen and learn. And her messages penetrated my heart and my mind but in such a way she was so casual and so fun and talk about adding levity to a conversation of just being herself she has natural she comedic all timing the beats of a comic it's crazy I was blown Proper. away yeah. by her and her honesty and her realness and just I was like bow down. Yeah. It was a total revelation and I yes, I feel like I found her at the perfect time. Yeah. And it's okay that I knew of nothing. Yeah. You know, it's all about learning. We can't know everything we all really the time. Can't. And um so I was just 
beyond. And also one more thing, I got to experience Taryn Toomey's The Class, mm. which was one of the most powerful workouts and spiritual releases I have had. Um, I can't wait to do it again here in Los Angeles. So if anybody, I'm, I'm again, it's something I'm late to the party too. I get it, guys. We all find things in our own time. There's right no time. no shade in continuously experiencing <laughs> exactly. growth. Exactly. And of course, the one thing that I did every day was Ambi Sound Bath. Yes. So obviously, Ambi, she's going to be on next week. We're so excited. But Wellspring, ugh, thank you so much to all the people at Wanderlust. And I want to say hi to, I'm so sorry we didn't get to connect with the people who we gave passes to who entered. But I did see that one of our girls who got passes from us met Marianne. Stop. Posted a photo. Cute. And had like a very cute exchange. So um, shout out to that. Wow. Making things happen. Wow. We're going to be in New York City November 11th, 11, 11 for a live show. It is shaping up to be something from the gods. We're really excited. We'll uh, have more information on it when we get closer to the date. But we've just added a fun little something. Something, Stephanie? Okay, so on November the 12th, that's a Monday, we are going to be doing a Soul Retrograde meetup. You heard? Who's excited? Me. Okay, so it's going to be from 5 to 7 p.m., at my friend Ariel's Champagne Parlor. We talked about it in our New York wrap-up a few weeks ago. Yes, so it's called Air Champagne. The address is 127 MacDougall Street. It's in the West Village. It's next to the famous Italian restaurant that we've talked about at nauseum. Best pesto lasagna. Hello. Around the corner from the Comedy Cellar. A, sh a hop, skip, and a jump from anywhere you want to get your belly button pierced. <laughs> and um, it's going to be great. So... We, were, we are going to make a splash page for RSVP to know who wants to come. But ahead of that, just mark your calendars, 11, 12. If you can't, for some reason, you can't make it to the show or you want to come to both because after the show, it, there tends to be a gathering, but we can't talk to everyone. And I'm personally like, what, after I get off stage, like very frazzled and unable to like communicate and hold conversations. So it'll be a great opportunity to like really connect with us, connect with each other. Yes. And so... Fucking get your ass there. Yeah. So we hope to see you there. And um, also, I'm just going to say a little happy early birthday to you, Stephanie. Thanks. Saturday, November 3rd, my little Scorpio queen over here. Hi. I love you so much. Love you. And can't wait to celebrate. And it's going to be wild it's gonna be wild i'm very nervous to go into my seven year via nitty because i feel like i'm just gonna want to nap all year but we'll figure it out you'll you'll do great you'll thrive <laughs> okay um all right thank you so so much to poppy jamie you guys check poppy out jamie you sweet queen angel check out her app happy not perfect mm -hmm. i certainly will be downloading it and um thank you to everybody for tuning in we love you namaste listening Huge thank you to our friends over at Talkspace for helping to make today's show happen. All you need is a computer with an internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app, and that means you can improve your mental health even if you have trouble making time for it in the past. So go to Talkspace.com retrograde and use the code retrograde to get $45 off your first month and tell them that's a retrograde sent you. Yeah. Yes, that's a retrograde.